Hey guys, today it's the keynote from Caroline Casey of the Valuable 500. I defy anyone not to be moved by this fantastic presentation. At the beginning is the audio of a video that the Valuable 500 have put together. It's really good. If you want to check it out first, go to hashtag diverse-ish, one word. If you just search for that on YouTube, then you can watch that or just listen to the audio and then pick up her fantastic presentation. Congratulations on making the top 100 diverse-ish companies for 2019. Thank you. So this year you've announced that diversity is at the heart of your brand agenda. How does that address disability? That's a terrific question. And the thing is, I think this is all about inclusivity. So this year, for instance, Chris, we sponsored a float at the Gay Parade. So we are completely supportive currently of all the LGBT, the QI, there's more letters I know and I always forget them. It does change all the time. Um... We believe in marketing to everyone. We don't want to single out disabled people for special treatment because that's, you know, they're too, they're too valuable. So you don't market to anyone specifically? We do. We do to everyone who fits in with the core brand message, which is as much about inclusion as it is about embracing the future. I just wondered, what would your reputation as being a company with diversity, very much a part of your brand ethos, whether you've ever considered a range of clothing for disabled people? We're a high fashion brand um, for, you know, those with high disposable income. So disability isn't really an obvious choice for us. I mean, we love disabled people. So we're really active in helping and supporting other companies within this sector to solve that problem. Thanks for asking. And what about disability in the workplace? Do you have any disabled employees? Oh, yes. In fact, uh, just stop the cameras for a second. Would you say that the makeup of your company workforce is reflective of the percentage of people with disabilities of working age in this country? Disability is something we feel is very important in this business going forward. I think 2019 is going to be an exciting year to be disabled. Yeah. So this is Bill. He's paraplegic, isn't that right, Sharon? And uh, you're on our diversity page on our website, aren't you, Bill? Yes, I'm the only one currently. Tremendous, tremendous addition to the team. Yeah, disability is something that we are committed to investing in very soon. No, absolutely. Yeah. When? Because 2019 is earmarked for BAME. BAME. It's an important cause and uh, means a lot to me personally. 2020? Ice caps. 2021? Mindfulness. Because. Do you have a year in mind for people with disabilities? Yes. Absolutely. I mean, just watch this space. That's what I can say. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Well, firstly, good morning. And for those of you who are vision impaired, you can see hashtag diverseish um, on YouTube with the audio describe. Um, and also the statistic that's at the end of that film, which is really important, 
is 90% of our companies in the world claim to be passionate about inclusion, and yet only 4% consider disability. And so that's why I'm here. I do not believe in a la carte inclusion or pick and mix or categorizing humanity into these silos that we compete with each other because that's not inclusion. That's insane. It's crazy. And the reason that my legs are shaking, and they are shaking, uh, I'm just going to stand on the stage, I am shaking desperately because Mark's right. Um, I didn't want to come and speak here today because um, I really am a Luddite, uh, and I, I am terrified of technology. Um, and that's why I'm wearing my superpower dress. Um, it, it, for those who can't see, it's got a Batwoman on it, and I'm nothing like Batwoman, but it makes me feel a bit better. Um, anyhow, the reason I'm here is to tell my story a little bit and also to talk about The Valuable 500, which is this film that, I, that it sort of really explains why we're here. Um, but the other reason is because actually, like you, whether I'm a Luddite or not, I fundamentally believe in a world where we are all equally unique and valuable where I believe that we could eradicate exclusion with inclusive design, where I see the intersection of our heads and our hearts, where technology, which can enable so much but to use our hearts, that, that potent change can happen. I'm here because I'm really looking forward to Sundar signing that Google will join the valuable 500. Um, I'm here because my team told me to get over myself. And I'm here because, actually, I totally believe in collaboration. And where I might not have skills, I know that if we bring each other together, that we actually genuinely can make a change. But I'm also so excited that something feels like it's changing. You know what? They say that you can't control time, and you can't. And for those of... I've been in the space of disability business inclusion for 20 years. I just met the extraordinary Larry Goldberg. Where are you, Larry? Um, you throw up your hand. I can't see it, but throw it up. Um, and we were just talking. And Larry's been doing this for 29 years or 29 or more years. And it's just like, it's here. It's here. And I don't know why it's here, but it's so important now that we use all of our intelligence, all of our hearts, all of our collaboration to break through this ceiling. This is not about disability inclusion. It's not just about the 1.3 billion people in the world who have lived experience of disability today. It's about every single one of us. And we know that because every one of us will experience disability at some point. We know that 80% of disability is invisible. We know so many people are hiding and, and covering and hiding themselves away. We know 80% is acquired between the ages of 18 and 64, which is our workforce age. And we know the inequality crisis. We know that it exists. And we also know, we know in this room, that business is the most powerful force on this planet. And if business includes, society includes. If business values, society values. We know that. We're the choir. Now we need to be a contagion. But this is not, and we know this as well, this is not about it's the good thing to do, it's the worthy thing to do. We all know that for sure. But I also believe, like you do, that this is the most extraordinary opportunity. And when a human need meets a business opportunity, as I say, that's the potency. And that's the time we're in right now. 
And that's where technology and inclusive design is so important. Because as we travel around the world with the valuable 500, actually, not only is this timing, when Sinead Burke, a woman of small stature, was on the cover of Vogue magazine, and you know that fashion's there and technology is here, but the technology and inclusive design does three things that helps me argue with the world's biggest CEOs. Number one, it's given us visibility. Here are the voices. Here are the voices. With the 1.3 billion people in the world, if each of us have a mum and a dad, that's 53% of our consumers. Are you kidding me that you don't want to talk with us? Netflix, they put disability content in, into the program. They didn't do that because it was worthy because they're consumers. Listen, this is our voices. We are here. So you get, the technology has given us visibility. 20 years ago, I finally came out of the closet about being registered blind or severely visually impaired, where I was hiding for lots of ridiculous reasons. But now there's so much visibility, I'm not sure I would have hidden away. Why would I when I see somebody like Molly Burke or Jensen or Addy? Why would I? And by the way, I heard Jensen and Addy were amazing yesterday, weren't they? A big round of applause for them. I heard they were absolutely, they knocked it out of the park. But it's not just visibility. Technology will help us operationalize, operationalize what we are talking about. And I'm going to talk about the, why Valuable 500 is so important. It's going to scale it, operationalize this intention and this desire for inclusion. But most importantly, it is about growth and innovation. It is about growth and innovation. We know that our different lived experiences can be, provide innovation all over the place. And the one that we know so often is the remote control was designed for visually impaired and blind people and text messaging for hearing impaired and all of those things. And Clipomatic, which is used, yeah, I finally now use it for people who are hearing impaired, but it means you can watch or listen to a video on a tube or whatever it is. But then I was just even thinking this morning as I was coming in here, terrified in my suit, uh, uh, Batwoman suit, wouldn't it be amazing if airports were operated like Google was this morning, where everybody came in to say, hello, can I help, can I help? Oh my God, wouldn't our lives be so much easier? There would be so much less stress. And how much more easier we were able to have conversation. I followed another visually impaired friend of mine, well, now friend, Darren Pascal, as he came in with his white stick with the LED on it. It was very cool. I really want one. And it has a charger in it. I'm like, look at this. And here we are with all of this energy. So technology and timing, zeitgeist moment in our hearts. This is our time and we are not going to let this go away. And partly the reason I'm also here, despite my fear of making a fool of myself, is because actually fear is a lot of the reasons why these CEOs have not got this far yet. I'm as frightened I'd stand on the stage, and I know you don't believe me because I've been campaigning and speaking around the world for nearly a year, but I felt like I'd be the stupidest person in the room, the one that doesn't know about the technology or is too stubborn enough to try. And then I'm just like, well, actually, that fear is a lot of the fear that I know that exists with the CEOs. So let me tell you what the Valuable 500 is. The Valuable 500 is a revolution, very simply. It's because I don't want any more for disability to be on the sidelines. It is not okay in 2019 this inequality exists, particularly when there's a solution. 
And not only do I believe business is the most powerful force on the planet, but I absolutely know and have lived the experience in 20 years that I know what will trigger that change aside from things like technology and the voices from within our organizations. We need the leadership. We need them. In the shadow and the light of a leader, leaders make choices, choices create culture. Inclusion is not a DNI issue. It shouldn't be. And I'm sorry for all those DNI people because, frankly, I think DNI shouldn't exist. It should be about culture, sustainability, inclusion, and accessibility. But leaders make the choices. When a leader chooses, they give us permission, releases the potential in the business to operationalize with all of the solutions that you have. But we need their permission or their intention or their heads and their hearts. And without that, what happens? It gets jammed and stuck. There have been great innovators for years in this space. We need to scale this change now. We need to accelerate it, so we need the leaders. I did a TED Talk in 2010. This TED Talk has defined me. Ma- uh, Margot, where are you, Margot? Margot Joffrey? We were just talking about this. Sometimes when you tell a story, it nearly defines you, and it becomes separate to you. In a way, I'm nearly embarrassed about that story now. But I needed to use it to, use to get this far. But in 2010, I did my TED Talk, and Sheryl Sandberg was on stage as well. She was a few before me. And I watched her. It was 2010, and she was talking about leaning in. Guys, it wasn't the first time we talked about gender equality, right? But when a woman with a brand like that, with her name, and stood on a platforms like she did... It accelerated and amplified the conversation. And that is what the Valuable 500 exists to do, essentially to try and find 500 of them so that we can create a critical mass to catalyze this change, to operationalize all of your solutions, to release this potential of all of us. The Valuable 500 was launched in the World Economic Forum in Davos earlier this year in January. Not on a special stage or an inspiring stage, on the main stage. And at a press conference when five of the world's most influential CEOs stood there and said, I need to be more accountable. We may have done some things well, but we need to do better. And when Peter Grauer, the chair of Bloomberg, sat there in his chair and said, I am not doing enough and I want to. It gave permission to the other CEOs. The Valuable 500 is asking 500 brands and their CEOs to elevate the conversation disability to their leadership and executive or board level and extend their definition of inclusion beyond the small categories and make a commitment to action, but most importantly, share it and be part of a leadership collective that we announce at Davos next year and we talk about how we will move forward together. So you see some of these brands, and for those of you who can't visually see them, I have a shake in my voice because we signed our 170th last Friday. That's 170 companies with their CEOs and their brands. And I have another 100 and something conversations, one of which is Google's. I don't care at this point if I go back with 500 to Davos because the Fortune 500 was where we aimed for, so the valuable 500. What I care is we reached tipping point and we did it collaborating with 
85 friends around the world, Asia expert partners, and it's global. From Japan to America to Russia to Israel, Access Israel, our great friends are here too. Business Disability Forum, Dare Brew, I can go on and on. Neil Millican, Access Chat. And together it's just been revolution so we can evolve this conversation. So that I cannot exist, actually. Uh, none of this needs to exist, that we normalize this. We normalize just disability in, and integrate it into business. And it's exciting. Yes, I'm tired. And actually, I've got to tell you, I've got a cold. And if anybody can come up with a technology to get rid of a head cold, it would be phenomenal. Um, there's no way I could have got around this world. By the way, everybody seems to think that Valuable 500 is fully funded. Believe me, this has been shoestring situation. And with my sight loss, it has been an extraordinary adventure to go around the world when I don't see very well, unaccompanied, in economy class, and every other thing that you can have back. Thank the Lord for Google Maps. Thank you. I could never get anywhere. Thank God for apps that help me get taxis. And most, most importantly, thank God that people know that I need help and I am now willing to ask for that help. I watched Haben, her conversation, Haben going talk to Ricardo Wagner. And I really want you to go and look at this and go look this out on LinkedIn. Ricardo Wagner was so beautifully articulates everything that we're at, but this conversation about how, how they were able to have a conversation through technology. For me, accessibility and inclusion for all is about everybody feeling welcome and turning up as who they are. I don't want people to fit in. Why should we? I want us all to belong, just as we are. I may not be a technologist, but I have a big heart, and I think that combination is everything that we're looking for. Because the technology is the equalizer. It stops the categorization. It democratizes. What I say to business is, this is not about anything that you think is charity. This is about brand differentiation. This is about innovation and growth. This is about talent, the next generation insisting upon. This is a market worth a trillion at least. Go and look at the wonderful IKEA campaign called Disabled that was done with McCann, once again coming out of Israel, about democratizing furniture. That, delivered, that campaign delivered 60 million to the bottom line in three months. It's such an exciting time. But what I love about that campaign, it came from somebody with a lived experience of disability who was able to influence their CEO. I want to finish by just the heart of what we are all here for, because technology is phenomenal. But without that heart, remember our connection. And let's use the power of both. Maya Angelou, who I am a big fan of. Yeah, she's amazing. She was amazing. She this, well, there's two quotes that she had. One is, there is no greater agony than an untold story inside you. And then the other one that she would say is, people will forget what you say or how you looked, but they will never forget how you made them feel. And the reason that I will end with my story, because I want to keep it short, is I really am hopeful that any young child in their 20s or 17 now, who was to discover what I discovered at 17 would handle their lives so differently because of all of you and all of us. 
I have ocular albinism. Uh, Robin Spinks, who I am another massive fan of, uh, share um, this wild passion for fast cars and stuff like that. Both, uh, um, mind you, I, I don't know who did more uh, damage when they were younger, but at 17 years old, I really wanted to race cars and motorbikes, and uh, that's why I wear leather a lot. And I wanted to be Mowgli from the Jungle Book, and I wanted to be a cowgirl, and that's all about freedom. Um, and my father gave me a driving lesson for my 17th birthday. The stupidest thing about all of this is um, he gave me a driving lesson even though he knew that I was legally blind or registered blind. And I didn't know I was because when I was three years old, they sent me to a normal school and made a conscious decision to bring me up as a sighted child. They did not want me to find my, my sight loss or my disability. They wanted me to have a life of big of expectations. I'm 48 years old, guys, so I was born in 1971, really. Um, I just need to stand three feet away from the mirror and I look 22 for the rest of my life. Um, but just to explain to you, from my hand, which is about two feet away from me, it's just complete blur. I genuinely look much more visually capable than I am. I really am not and I find it very hard to ask for help. But at 17, my father gave me that driving lesson because he still wanted to fuel those dreams. And it's most likely now I'm going to get to ride a motorbike at some point across some desert listening to Led Zeppelin, which is phenomenal. Um, woohoo! And I did drive the, the Google driverless car. But the reason I say this at 17 is when I discovered this label in 1989, I chose to hide it. And I am sorry. I hid it for 11 years. I went into Accenture as a visually impaired person and uh, lied to them and got away with it. And I laughingly always say, what does that say about management consultancy? <laughs> they never knew they had a blind person. Um, my husband, uh, Gar, um, is 62. And I often say he's the best looking man in the world, though he's bald with a pink face. Um, and he's delighted. But what I am, I am sorry that I hid it. And I think since 1999, which is 20 years ago, I've been trying to make that right by not owning my own difference, my beautiful, extraordinary difference, I also was part of discrimination. So I want to end by saying thank you to all the other people ahead of me who actually owned their difference. For all the people who I wish I had probably seen sooner than later. But I hope, with your help, and the other last reason I'm here is please give me some help. Please help us get to that valuable 500. Please use your voices. Please shout loud. Please make sure that we don't compete with each other. There's enough love and room for all of us. If I give to you, I don't take away from myself. Satya Nadella, Hector Minto, who I'm another big fan of, wrote this beautiful thing in LinkedIn. Satya Nadella said, I'm hardwired to be confident so I can let other people shine. I thought that was a really interesting quote. Because Lizzo, who we, I mean, I love Lizzo because I love music and I love dancing. She says, if I shine... We can all shine. And I think technology gives us a chance to all have the confidence and to shine. But make sure you don't leave your heart behind. And let's get those leaders. Thank you so much. Oh, wow. <laughs>